Hello and welcome to Kingdom Recovery just for today with recovery coach and empowerment speaker, Dr. Tracy Lewis. Today, we remind you to hold fast to the knowledge that wellness recovery is the return to a normal state of health, mind, and strength. Dr. Lewis is an author, minister, coach, and human development entrepreneur. She is also the chief apostle and founder of Growing Discoveries Outreach Ministries in the state of Georgia, USA. Her scope of work over the past 35 years through missions, messages, and podcasts have circled the globe. Dr. Tracy's authenticity and holistic approach to restoration makes her voice relevant to all generations. She believes that people are people around the world and life issues hit all people regardless of age, ethnicity, descent, or class. Get ready to be challenged to make life-altering decisions that will cause you to become the best you you can be. Remembering to hold fast to the knowledge that wellness recovery is the return to a normal state of health, mind, and strength. Hello, friends. I'm Dr. Tracy Lewis, and I'm so grateful that you are joining us on today's broadcast. Today, I want to talk about the topic, you can do it. Say that with me. I can do it. Are you facing difficulties that seem overwhelming in your life? Today is the day, my friend, for your victory. Do you know that the Word of God says in Philippians 4, 12-14, these words, I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in the fullness or in hunger, and I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. If you haven't figured it out yet, my friend, life carries with it seasons of difficulty. There are many types of seasons. A time for everything is found in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 in our big book of recovery. There is a right time for everything, and everything on earth will happen at the right time. There is a time to be born and a time to die. There is a time to plant and a time to pull up plants. There is a time to kill and a time to heal. There is a time to destroy and a time to build. There is a time to cry and a time to laugh. There is a time to be sad and a time to dance with joy. There is a time to throw weapons down and a time to pick them up. There is a time to hug someone and a time to stop holding so tightly. There's a time to look for something and a time to consider it lost. There's a time to keep things and a time to throw things away. There is a time to tear cloth and a time to sew it. There's a time to be silent and a time to speak. There's a time to love and a time to hate. There's a time for war and a time for peace. And verse 9 goes on to say, Do people really gain anything from their hard work? I saw all the hard work God gave us to do. God gave us the ability to think about this world, but we can never completely understand everything He does. And yet, He does everything at just the right time. I learned that the best thing for people to do is to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. God wants everyone to eat, drink, and enjoy their work. These are gifts from God. Verse 14, I learned that anything God does will continue forever. 
People cannot add anything to the work of God. They cannot take anything away from it. God did this so that people would respect him. What happened in the past has happened. And what will happen in the future will happen. But God wants to help those who have been treated badly. I also saw these things in this light. I saw that the courts should be filled with goodness and fairness. But there is evil there now. So I said to myself, God has planned a time for everything. And he has planned a time to judge everything people do. He will judge good people and bad people. You know, often we cannot explain the things that life brings our way. But in these moments of lack of understanding, we must find our hope and our strength in him. I love the scripture out of Psalm 62 that talks about unshakable faith that David wrote. He said this, Stand silently to listen for the one I love. Wait as long as it takes for the Lord to rescue me, for God alone has become my Savior. He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me, for he is my champion defender. There is no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me, even when troubles multiply around me? But look at these who want me dead, shouting their vicious threats at me. The moment they discover my weakness, they all begin plotting to take me down. Liars, hypocrites, with nothing good to say. All their energies are spent on moving me from this exalted place. But I am standing in absolute stillness, silent before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my Savior, and he will not fail me. For he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. I want you to see today the last part of that scripture. He said in verse 7, God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need. The Lord's my savior, my hero, my life-giving strength. Trust only in God every moment. Tell him all your troubles and pour out your heart's longing to him. Believe me when I tell you, he will help you just to get more for yourself. Verse 11 says, God said to me once and for all, all the strength and power you need flows from me. And again, I heard it clearly. All the love you need is found in me. And it's true that you will repay people for what they do. No matter what difficulty you're going through, God has a plan and a purpose for everything that's going on right now in your life. And he alone is your strength and your power. We can't look to people in times of difficulty to find what we need. God said, it's in me alone that is strength and power. It flows from me. He said that the love that you need and the nearness that you need comes from me. He is has a wraparound presence and that wraparound presence is all you need. I love the part in the scripture that we read in the beginning where, where um, it was said that I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things. The New Living Translation says, I have learned the secret of living in every situation. Has God revealed to you the secret of overcoming? 
There are a few secret keys that come to mind that he revealed to me in times of difficulty that I'd like to share with you today and pray that he will open your eyes to see this revelation and help you to grow strong in your faith. The first one is in times of difficulty, trust what you know. Say that. I'm going to trust what I know. Now I know and believe with all my heart, if God be for me, who can be against me? Nothing can separate me from his mighty hand, nor his endless incomparable love. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He will fight my battles. Do you know that today? Do you trust and believe that? 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Now you can't even go to point two of speaking until point one is in place. If you don't know that you know that you know that God is for you, you cannot speak because you cannot speak what you do not believe. Speaking into your atmosphere, speaking and calling those things that are not as though they were, is another essential key to victory in the time of difficulty. But you have to start with, do I know God? Do I know in whom I trust? Have I established a relationship of communion with him and fellowship with him that I know that I know that I know that if God is for me, who can be against me? Then that's what we have to begin to speak. If God is for me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against me is able to prosper. Every tongue that rises against me, he shall condemn. I am blessed in my going in. I'm blessed in my coming out. Everything I put my hand to is blessed. God is my peace. He's my portion. He's my safety. He's my shelter. He's my buckler. Speaking life over ourselves comes about in times of difficulty by speaking into the atmosphere around us, the one who has wrapped around us his presence. We must speak who he is and trust what we know. Now, number three is another mystery that's revealed in this learning to be content in whatever state I am. I love how Paul said that when I'm in plenty or in wantonness and struggle, I will be content. Contentment means to live in a state of peaceful happiness, void of bitterness. You see, sometimes when we get in difficult places, we begin to say, why has this happened to me? And we begin to speak things and we begin to get hard and bitter instead of trusting the process that God said he orders the steps of the righteous man and that all will be well with us. We have to be willing to accept a particular state of being and rest in the state of satisfaction. That's what true contentment is. You must learn that whether you're in want or whether you're in plenty, there are going to be many seasons in your life. Some are difficult, some are not. Some are full of joy and peace and satisfaction. But in whatever state you are, you must learn to be content if you're going to overcome difficulty. Number four, know who you are and what you've got. Greater is he that is in you, my friend, than he that's in the world. And 2 Corinthians 4, 17 says, For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a weight of glory. They produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Acknowledge where your strength comes from and draw from that place. 
the power to obtain victory as you walk through the difficult challenges of life is recognizing that God is the one who is in charge and why he is bringing troubles in your life that won't last very long. Sometimes troubles and difficulties seem like they're going to last forever and that we are not going to be able to bear up under it. But my Bible says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. You've got to recognize Christ in you, the hope of glory, that God has equipped you and given you power and dominion and authority as a kingdom dweller, as a kingdom ambassador, that as you walk with him, you are, it is not you that live, but Christ that lives in you. Christ, the resurrected one, Christ, the king of glory, Christ, the one who has all power in his hands, Christ, who caused Satan to be under his feet and destroyed principalities and powers and made a show of them openly. Recognize that God is bringing you through fire to purify you for that which he has placed in you. My pastor always says to me when I come to him about difficulties that I might be facing, well, that means that you're wired for this. God is growing you. He's stretching you. He's enabling you to overcome it. And sometimes I think to myself, buddy, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't feel very wired right now. I don't feel like I'm connected enough with the abilities and the powers. But here's the thing, my friend, in times of difficulty, if you will trust in the Lord and lean not unto your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him, he will rescue you. He will make your path straight. Here's another one. Know that significant difficulties warrant significant praise. Praise your way out of this difficult situation you're facing. I, I love this old song that I used to sing all the time. Praise is the order of the day. Praise is the order of the day. Powers and principalities will have to stay away for praise is the order of the day. It's your life in order. Rise up and bless the Lord today. Strengthen yourself in what remains and begin to praise God. Because no matter what you're facing, you've got to set your face like a flint. Which is stated in Isaiah 50 verse 7, that the Lord helps me so I won't be disgraced. Therefore, I have made my face like a flint and I know that I won't be put to shame. You see here, I know this is what I'm going to do because I know that God is for me and he's going to help me and I won't be put to shame. What does this mean? Set your face like a flint. Well, flint is a hard rock and it's symbolic for our need to remain firm and steadfast in these moments through praise, knowing we have the victory. I love that song by Walter Hawkins and Cece Wynans has a song to say that says it too. Don't wait till the battle's over. You can shout now. My friend, the victory already belongs to you. You can shout right now, right here in this moment and begin to praise the Lord and begin to magnify him. And when you do praise that source of strength from the inner man begins to help you rise above the situation. You see, praise is your weapon of strength. Joy comes from praise and the joy of the Lord is your strength, my friend. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Praise is your weapon to manifest the presence of God. God inhabits the praises of his people. And if you're facing difficulty right now, 
right here today. You need the presence of God to be manifest in your life to do those things which you cannot do for yourself. You know, I recently have gone through a storm and a difficulty that I didn't see coming. Sometimes we don't see storms coming. We don't know why God brings them in our life. We don't know his uh, desired end. Like I read in the other scripture, we don't understand everything that happens to us. But in those moments, we must remember ours is the victory. We can shout right now because the battle's already been won and God is only doing to us and for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Hallelujah. Number six is praying without ceasing and fast as God leads. Why is it important to pray during times of difficulty? You see, uh, Charles Spurgeon said this, prayer bends the omnipotence of heaven to your desire. Prayer moves the hand that moves the world. What an awesome saying. And the word of God says that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much, which means that prayer that we pray in right standing with God has the ability to make much power available and turn situations around. Prayer changes things. Prayer keeps you into communion with the one who can bring you through. Prayer brings the supernatural intervention of God into the situation that you are facing today. I don't care what you're facing. It is not bigger than God. Then there's fasting and times of difficulty. Fasting brings an inner strength like no other. You see, when you are going through a difficult time, your mind, your will, your emotions are all over the place like a roller coaster. Fasting brings your soulish realm of your being under the control of the Holy Spirit so that you can remain steadfast, immovable, fixed on the promises of God and be able to see beyond the issue to the other side and not be distracted by your fears, not be distracted by the unknown, not be distracted by the voices and the thoughts of others in, a, in your own mind. Fasting will bind every spirit of sabotage. Every lie of the enemy will be held in a supernatural chokehold when you fast. You see, Isaiah 58 says this, in, Is this not the fasting that I've chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Fasting will bring that which is natural under the authority of the supernatural. Fasting takes you up in the spirit to a higher place so that you can internally look down on your difficulty and see things the way God sees them and hear what God has to say and see that it will not overtake you. Now, lastly, I want to speak to you about obedience. My last key to living victorious and to living in a place where we can overcome in times of difficulty that God has revealed to me in my walk with him is that I must obey completely. There will not be victory in partial obedience. In these times, in these seasons of difficulty, it's a time to evaluate and ask yourself questions like, am I doing what God asks of me? Is my heart right in this time and season? Do I hold aught against another person? Have I been quick to obey, willing to do whatever? Am I doing things with willingness and obedience? Am I following his direction? I'm reminded of the story of King Saul and his battle against the Amalekites 
in 1 Samuel verse 15 or chapter 15, God told Saul not to spare any life and not to take any spoil from the Amalekites. Though they fought and won the Amalekites, Saul kept Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and he took the best of the livestock with him, and he was proud of it because he 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 forgot what God had told him. This brought the judgment of God in Saul's life, and the blessing was cut off. Luke eleven twenty eight says, "Yes," said Jesus, "God will bless all who listen to the word of God and carefully obey everything they've heard." Well, my time has come to an end. And I wasn't able to share everything I wanted to about obedience, but I'm going to share um, another broadcast about the price of obedience and the cost of disobedience in a later date. You see, there's power and strength that comes from trusting and relying on God. No weapon formed against you is able to prosper. Wherever you are and whatever you're facing today, there is a God who loves you and wraps you in his arms. Run to him today. Call on that great name. Find refuge and strength in God alone. The the psalmist said, My salvation and my honor depend on God alone. Don't be distracted by the wind and the rain. Stand steady. Seek his face. And know that with every storm, it's going to come to pass. Brighter days are coming in your life. This too shall pass. Lessons that will reveal God to you come in difficult times. And the root of relationship with him is born in the midst of adversity and difficulty. God will show himself to you right now where you are, and he will reveal the mysteries of his hand to those who long for him. So stand still today. See the salvation of God, and it shall be marvelous in your life. It shall be marvelous in your eyes. Stand strong, my friend, and know that God is fully able to deliver you from anything that you are facing today. I'm Dr. Tracy Lewis. Have a blessed and a beautiful and a victorious day knowing in whom you have believed is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think. We want to thank you for engaging in this broadcast. If this session was helpful to you, please like, share, and invite others to receive the same strength and support in their journey as you have today. Dr. Lewis is always honored and grateful that you would take time out of your life to grow, heal, and receive each thought-provoking message she brings. Please reach out to us by visiting our websites, www.kingdomrecovery.org or www.growingdiscoveriesoutreach.com. While you're there, take time to look at all the additional tools available to become whole and healthy and fulfill your own personal destiny. We also invite you to sign up on our mailing list to receive further announcements of events and be notified when Dr. Lewis will be coming to your area. Once again, thank you for spending your time with us today. And as we always say, just for today, embrace the process.